Alright, welcome to this special edition of the Sheepsville podcast of uh, Sunday night football game, or Sunday evening football game between Leeds United and the Arsenal. I thought I would do this just for the fucking crack really. Because rather than me sit here and stew over what's going on on the pitch and just sort of talking to myself, I might as well feel like that my fucking rage-fueled opinions aren't falling on fucking deaf ears. And it's also, it saves me having to type up statuses on Facebook, like airing my grievances. Um, which I know annoys people. So this way, I can just record it, and whoever wants to listen to it can listen to it. Um, so yeah, I'm not looking forward to this game whatsoever, considering what happened in the last one. And we got fucking thumped on our own patch from Aston fucking Villa. Aston Villa who incidentally followed that up by getting beat at home from Brighton. What the fuck? Like, everybody goes on about like how mental and weird this year has been. But in terms of football, you've got like, Aston Villa are, one of, are just that team this season. Well, they'll just get unbelievable results against Liverpool, beating them 7-2. Beating Arsenal 3-0 at the Emirates. But they'll also get fucking horsed on their own patch from Southampton and fucking Brighton. It's like, what the fuck is, like, with the inconsistency here? And I go, I just, what goes to show is how bad, how badly inconsistent the league is this season. Is that, and it kind of proves the point that a lot of people were making about last season as well. Is that Liverpool winning the title at a canter wasn't like because Liverpool are so fucking amazing they are a, g- a good team don't get me wrong like they deserve to win the title and they're probably they're the most consistent team in the league uh, at the moment uh, but the only reason that they won the league by so much last season was because the rest of the league was that fucking bad And it's been proven this season because, okay, Tottenham have just gone top of the league uh, today, or yesterday, whatever, um, by beating Man City. But Liverpool were top of the league at one point, despite having the worst fucking defence, worst defensive stats in the league. And that fucking, including that 7-2 thumping from Aston Villa. And they were still top of the league. Do you know what I mean? How the fuck could they still be top of the league with after getting bit 7-2 and having the worst defence? And it's not even as if like the, their attack's been outstanding either. It just, just doesn't really make any sense. 
But anyway, we're about uh, a minute or two away from this game kicking off. So uh, yeah, basically, th th I'm just going to be sitting thinking out loud during this thing. I don't know if you can hear. I'm watching it on my laptop uh, because oh, fuck, fuck paying for Sky and fuck paying for BT. Fucking daylight robbery for the, from my pricks. I mean, especially with like that whole pee, like pay per view thing they were wanting to do. I mean, how much money do the fucking cunts need? It's a fucking disgrace. It's just sucking every, trying to suck everyone fucking dry. So you can say, we've got the best league in the world, you should be paying out of the fucking arse for it. So why don't you fucking spin on my middle finger, you fucking rapist. I don't honestly, like, like I, 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 as soon as I moved into this flat, I was like, I'm not paying for fucking satellite television. I'm not paying for BT Sport and I'm not paying for Sky Sports because it's a fucking joke. Their coverage is fucking shit anyway. The the fuck like you, you, I'd rather not like fucking pay to listen to fucking cunts like Gary Neville and Jamie Carringer or fucking what's what are the cunts on the other channel? Fucking Robbie Savage, Steve McManaman, dear fucking Christ. I'd rather not pay to fucking listen to them talk inconsequential fucking bollocks about something that isn't even anything to do with them. Isn't it? Like, they're, they're not fans of the teams that are playing, but yet they're moaning about, oh, they should be doing this, why are they not doing that? This is a disgrace. It's like, you, you don't care. You're only saying that because you're getting paid to say it. You don't even believe half the fucking shit you're saying. You can't possibly because half of it's fucking horse dribble. So, so yeah, I refuse to pay like whatever it is, like fucking £25 a month extra just to fucking listen to them bump their gums a, a fucking evening. Fuck that. So I've got it on a fucking stream on my laptop. Yes, that's right, Sky. That's right, BT. I'm I'm watching an illegal stream. That's how much I don't want to give you fucking money. I just hope the adverts don't fucking and the pop-ups don't get in the way. And doesn't start buffering about 20 minutes in. Unless Arsenal are getting whipped, that means I'll be fucking grateful for it if that's the case. Anyway, it's about to kick off now. Fucking Willian with a kickoff. I'm surprised he's fucking starting, to be honest, after his whole Dubai thing. Like, apparently during the international break there, he was fucking caught slinking away to Dubai on holiday. He was hanging about with that chef. Like, what's, his, what's the name of that fucking chef? Kind of that fucking guy that was in that meme that sprinkles the fucking... Stuff for the fucking ceiling. You know who I'm on about, like the guy, like the guy that looks like Johnny Depp slapped Yoko Ono and stole John Lennon's sunglasses. That guy. There was a picture of Willian standing with him, or a fucking plane or something. 
and uh, I'm assuming he went to Dubai to fucking meet up with him and hear me away. I'm like, fuck, fuck knows. But apparently he had to explain himself when he came back. He explained himself to the club. Um, so I was surprised to see him starting. But uh, you know, hopefully he plays better than he has been because he's been fucking shocking. Apart from that first game of the season against Fulham, he's been fucking shite. And by the way, if you think I swear a lot on the normal podcast, then you're in for and, and, and you don't like it. You're in for a fucking rough ride. Because I imagine I will be pretty angry for most of this 90 minutes. Anyhow. It's good to see, like, Mikel Arteta trying something different, though, after that fucking holocaust of a performance a couple of weeks ago. He scrapped the five at the back formation and went with a, f- a straight back four so he can make room for a playmaker because the problem, like, like a lot of people's arguments and complaints about Arsenal just now were that we're not creating enough chances. I personally think we're, we are creating enough chances, we're just not finishing them. Some of the finishing has just been really, really sloppy and really poor. Um, but fair play to Arteta for like trying something different and trying to like sort of boost the numbers at the top end of the pitch in the hopes that we can create more chances because the more chances you create, I suppose, the more chance you've got of finishing them. So, uh, so yeah, good, good for him for trying it out and Aubameyang playing as a central striker is fucking long overdue Lacazette like Lacazette is a decent finisher his problem is that he always needs to be on the ball if he's not getting the ball then he he comes out of position to try and get it and it's just like he can't, he, so he comes deep for the ball and, he, and he, he holds it up well and everything like that. But then he's the furthest one up there. So he, he comes back and then he plays it to the next guy to the side. But then they've got nobody to play it to because the guy that they would normally play it to from there would be Lacazette. But he's away fucking behind them. It's just like, he just comes too far out of position to the point where... You're just like, what are you doing? What is the what is your purpose here? You just want a touch of the ball all the time, and it's great when people want the ball, but like, I mean, stick to your task. I mean, get into a position that's fucking useful. Then I just go anywhere you want just because you want a touch of the bar, and to the detriment of your team. Plus, Aubameyang out wide was kind of wasted because he's the one of the best finishers in the league. And the amount of chances that you'll get through the middle outweighs the amount of chances that he got from the left wing. And he scored 22 goals in the last two seasons in the league from out wide. So imagine how many goals he can get from through the middle. But... Ah, well, we'll just see, we'll see to see how it, how it works out. First five minutes has been a bit 
scrappy, but sloppy. I'm guessing Thomas Party must still be injured. Surely he would have started if he wasn't. I'm glad they've went with Shaka instead of El Nene though. I like El Nene. Like it's it, his story. It's been a good story for him, like coming back from his loan spells and actually putting in a shift and like proving that he's actually worth something to the team. But I just think you get like a bit more. A bit more first team experience and a, a bit more technical ability from Shaka than what you do from El Nene. So I'm interested to see how he fares alongside Caballos and Willock. Willock's an interesting one because every time I've watched him play, it's like he was a bit hit and miss. He's a young player, so he's like obviously his consistency is not going to be to the same level as other players because he's still kind of learning. But it's interesting that he's actually getting a shot today as the as the main playmaker. So hopefully, he fucking it's it's a hit day rather than a fucking miss. Good hold-up play from Caballos, so Here's Pepe. Pepe's another weird one. He fucking... It's like... Every time he gets the ball, he injects a lot of fucking energy and a lot of pace into the play, which is fucking great. And like, Every time he's come on as a substitute, it's always been like, thank Christ. Somebody's actually fucking driving at people and trying to make shit happen. But then... He'll maybe like start like dribbling and then he gets past what he's got. He's got that problem that a lot of fucking old school wingers had. Where it's like, and a lot of fucking players these days still have. But like, well, like he'll just, he'll start dribbling and he gets past one guy. So he's like, oh fuck, I just got past him really easily there. I think I can get past another guy. So you either, and then he get, tries to go past the next guy and he either gets past him or that's where he gets the ball taken off him. If he gets past that guy, he then thinks, fuck, that's two, can I make it three? You know what I mean? He, he just like, he wants to keep going past guys until he gets the ball taken off him or until there's nobody else to go past. It, and a lot of times it's just like, you could have passed it there or you could have had a shot or whatever. Like, and, and it would have been a chance on goal. It's just like, sometimes, like, he's a really skillful player and a really energetic player, but sometimes it's to a fault, almost. He just fucking, it's like he doesn't know when to stop. He's got, he's like, like, the... He's like a Ferrari without brakes. That's pretty much what he is. Like as soon as, as soon as he fucking revs the engine, oh brakes have failed, fuck it. Let's just keep going and ram through fucking everything until I fucking go flying off the track, rolling down the fucking motorway. Right down the side of a fucking mountain or something. 
So far, so fucking boring. No chances or anything yet. This is why I like I could never be a commentator. Like, I hate commentators. They do my fucking head in. Especially cunts like Martin Tyler and that. Where he's fucking, and it's live! It's like, who fucking told him that was a good idea for a catchphrase? I mean, he's, he's, like, it's like he said it once, and then his fucking assistant or someone was like, oh, it's like, oh, that was brilliant, Martin. You should fucking say that every time. Oh, you fucker. Well, I thought that was in. That was one of those weird things where it was like the, the camera angle and Caballos had a shot there. The camera angle was like it was like a fucking optical illusion. But he, he hit the shot and it looked like it hit the it hit the left hand post and went in. But what it actually did is it went past the opposite post, hit the fucking advertising boards and hit the hit the back of the net from the other side. But where it hit on the advertising board was exactly where the fucking left-hand post was at that fucking angle. White post, fucking... Okay, the ball's yellow. But still, it's similar enough when you're just watching it on fucking TV. Or on a laptop. But yeah, anyway... Um, uh, yeah, I don't get why Martin Tyler fucking has to have that as his wee fucking catchphrase and everything like that. It's not even catchy. And it's live. Like, of course it's fucking live, you fucking tosser. I mean, nobody's fucking sitting there going like, oh, oh fuck, is it live, is it? Oh, I thought this was fucking pre-recorded. Thanks very much, Martin. Thank God for your fucking little catchphrase there. But I, I could never be a commentator because I, like, I don't know how to... I don't like lying to people, and I don't like sort of making out, I, I could never make out that something's exciting when it isn't. Like, you know, like the, the, they find something to say about the most fucking boring shit that's happening in the game. And I, I, like, I, I think I would struggle with that. Like, I struggle just to fucking say shit on this podcast. But then I've got to sit and watch, now like, I'm trying to sit and watch a football game and I'm trying to think of interesting shit to say. And I'm fucking struggling. So, in, in those terms, I respect what commentators do. Because it's not a fucking easy job to try and make boring shit sound interesting. Fucking hell. Patrick Bamford, the man in form for Leeds United. Every time, like, being an Arsenal fan is so fucking hard because every time the other team get the ball on the attack, you're convinced it's a goal. It's like in your head you've already conceded. The scoreline here says 0-0, but in my head it's already 3-0 leads. I watch, I've watched Arsenal too often and been disappointed by them too often to have any fucking level of positive expectation. The 
They're just a fucking absolute letdown. Even when they do something good, it's just always like to sleep. They're just building you up to knock you down. That's what it feels like. All the time. Beat Man United at Old Trafford. Get pumped from Aston Villa. I don't know if you could hear it. Can you hear it? Why am I fucking asking you? You can't hear me. Well, I can't hear you. You can hear me perfectly well, I hope. See, watching Arsenal, it's like, it's so nerve-wracking. It just gets me fucking all disoriented and I'm mixing up my words and everything like that because fucking... Ugh, I just don't know what's going to happen here. There's Obama Young, supposedly played in the middle but pops up on the left. That was a quite a good wee dash from, from Willie on there, we turn the pace. Come on, come on, come on. Fucking, somebody make a run for him then. Fuck me. He's fucking holding the ball up and Aubameyang and Willian are just fucking, like, sauntering about. Make a fucking run. Get into a fucking space, into a position where you can get a fucking shot so he can pass it to you. He's fucking standing there, like, what is he, like, expecting Joe Willock to fucking dribble through the whole fucking defence, like? Suffering balls. Oh, that's good play from Caballos, just getting fucking a toe on the ball before he got fucking chopped at the fucking ankles. Decent position for a free kick, this. Hopefully Pepe can get a decent ball and hopefully this free kick's better than his fucking corners. That's one thing, like, like the past few games, Arsenal's deliveries from corners have been fucking stinking. Hopefully this free kick's a lot fucking better than a corner. It should be, because it's closer to the fucking box. There's no fucking excuse for it being too short here. Oh, there we go. The free kick results in a corner. Jesus, fuck. Wait for it. This is a way to be fucking disgusting. Oh, just hurry up and fucking take it, man. I don't understand how what takes so long in these moments. Just fucking get the ball in the corner and fucking take it. Is the referee fucking blown up for now? Just got on me at you, you baldy supper. Fucking hell. What fucking doing in him? That was actually a decent ball in, to be fair. I've, I've hyped that up to be fucking stinking. And it was actually a decent corner. I apologise, Nico Pepe. Dave O'Leary. An Arsenal legend, apparently. Do 
Here we go, this is the fucking stream started, the buffering and all that shit. Fucking red ring of death appearing on the fucking screen. Then it comes back and you've missed about five minutes of the fucking play. Fantastic. Still not worth £25 a month to fucking sort though. Fuck BT and fuck Sky Sports. Fuck Super Sunday. What is it now? It used to be Ford Super Sunday. Is it still Ford or is it fucking IKEA Super Sundays or fucking Toyota or whatever? Fuck knows. That's it stopped again now. This is the longest it stopped since I started fucking recording. I think I'm going to have to fucking refresh this. It's probably because it's like fucking wants to bring up more adverts. So it just does this so you, you have to fucking refresh it and then you see more adverts and shit. They're not, they're fly bastards. Look, technical issue, please refresh the page. Aye, technical issue, eh? Way and suck a fucking fat one out of your dad's fucking anus. Here we go, everything you click. Every click you do, it's another fucking pop-up. E-Toro, zero commission stock trading. No fucking thank you, you bellends. Jesus. That's another thing that annoys me. It's a fucking... Every time you turn it back on, the volume's at fucking maximum. Gives you a fucking heart attack every time you fucking refresh it. Maybe that's what their plan is. They give you a heart attack by putting the volume up. And you refresh it. And then the next advert that comes up is for fucking heart fucking burn tablets or something. Or a fucking health insurance plan. This is one of those games where like people would have hyped it up and be like, oh that'll be a good game, two teams that are fucking good going forward and shite at the back. Nil nil after 20 minutes and, and approximately fuck all has happened. That's it, just boot it up the fucking field. None of this fucking tippy tapping it about in your own fucking six yard box, pish. You know, nobody's got time for that, fucking bollocks. I guarantee you we get caught out with that at some point during this game though. Oh, Pepe, get in amongst it, son. Oh, it's a fucking crossbar. It was a fucking cross, like. It was a, it was a cross in for a Bamiyang, but like, fucking... I could have easily went in. Just fucking hit the crossbar there. They fucking absolutely rinsed the boy out wide. Sent that boy for a fucking pie and a bovril. Whoever it was, was it fucking Eiling? Oh, 
Right, it was Ireland. He's fucking ripped him twice. Oh, unreal. See, that's what he's good at. He's got that in his locker, and that's what you need. A wee bit of fucking trickery, a bit of, a, a bit of fucking magic to create the chance. But then you'll just, like, later on you'll do something that's just fucking the total opposite. You'll give the ball away and he's one half or something like that and it'll be a chance for Leeds. Uh, it's just, it's not easy. Not easy to fucking witness when you're a fucking a, a fan. Come on, Kieran, the Scottish lad. The fellow Scot. Oh, you fucker, you. That's a slip. Sure it is. Fucking sized the boy. Who the fuck is Calvin Phillips? He's been getting fucking England call-ups and everything. He's been getting England call-ups and everything like that. And yet I've never seen him do anything that justifies it. What does he do? What does he bring to a team? First time I seen him play for England, I was like, who the fuck is he? I've never heard of him in my fucking life. Does he go out with fucking Garth Southgate's fucking daughter or something? Fuck knows, I don't know. Gareth, Gareth Southgate's got a different mentality towards that than fucking David Moyes. Remember that, David Moyes was uh, managing Man United. And he got rid of Wilfred Zaha, didn't give him a game and everything like that because he was shagging his daughter. Now Zaha's fucking stuck at Crystal Palace for the rest of fucking eternity, by the looks of it. That was a fucking terrible free kick from Caballos. Okay, what the fuck he was trying to do there? He just obviously tried to put his foot through it and get the fucking... the dip and the bend and... fucking going this way and that way sort of thing on it, but... ended up just fucking shanking it and it was a daisy cutter right into the fucking... corner flag. Here we go, this is better. Good play. Oh, that's a shite touch from Bellerin. Ugh. Started so well, ended so fucking dreadfully. Like, this was good play from Pepe and Willock and Caballos, and then Bellerin takes a shit touch. Does well to rescue it, to be fair, and get it through to Young, but then Young just fucking wild. You can see how fucking desperate he is for a goal with that shot. Just absolutely fucking lashes it and slices it into the fucking clouds. They're working hard though. Hard, hard, working hard, pressing, pressing the Leeds defence, making them play the ball. Just that final, when we've got the ball, that just that final play is just not quite there yet. Right. In pretty even game though. This this game could go either way. 
There's no really, like, Leeds haven't dominated, Arsenal haven't dominated. It's been pretty end-to-end. -end. It's got the makings of a good game, it's just not really lived up to it so far. Just waiting on shit hitting the fan. Oh, you fucker, what a ball. Oof. Great ball from Pepe, just the, the keeper read it. The keeper was in a really good position to get there before Willian. That's what we need, it's like, when somebody makes a run, we just need that player that fucking spots it and sees it. So many times you see, like, the strikers and the forwards making a run in behind. And either the midfielder doesn't see it, or he's like, nah, I might lose possession with that pass, I'm just going to pass it two yards to the fucking side. Just, like, playing with fear. Here we go. Leads on the fucking counter attack. Come on, somebody get out, Tom. Close it, close it. Fuck me. I could have easily, easily nestled in the top corner there. Thankfully, it went wide. But I need to fucking be quicker at closing down these fucking attackers. They're fucking jogging out to them. But it never went in, so we could fucking relax. Take a nice breather. Have a wee sip of our fucking coffee. <sighs> sip of coffee out of my Arsenal mug. Sitting here with my Arsenal slippers on. I'm an Arsenal fan. What do you expect? It's fucking annoying though, right? Because... Like every time, I've 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 got a lot of like clothing and accessories with their Arsenal branded, right? So every time I buy something off the Arsenal store, I'm always kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? Because like, for example, right, we're getting into like like obviously we're we're in winter and that now officially, um. I think, are we? Officially? Oh, fuck knows. It's because it's coming out of the shite weather and everything like that. It's been pissing the rain and that, like, recently. And my only big, like, warm, waterproof coat uh, is an Arsenal one. So, if it's pissing the rain on a Monday or a Tuesday or whatever, and then I've got to wear that coat to go to work... And I've got to turn up at work wearing a coat with the Arsenal badge on it. And it's fucking annoying. If Arsenal have just lost at the weekend. Because then you just feel ashamed to fucking wear it. You're just like worried, oh my god, I'm going to get the fucking piss ripped out of me. Which would happen anyway, because they all know that I'm an Arsenal fan. Everybody knows I'm an Arsenal fan. So I don't really need to be wearing the shit. For them to fucking slag me. If Arsenal get beat. But there's just something about like. You just feel. Embarrassed. To have to. To, to be wearing. 
anything like remotely fucking linked to the team you support that just got molested at the weekend. You don't want to be, because after a loss you don't really want to be associated with them. Because they've embarrassed you, they've humiliated you. But, hey-ho. I like to support my team, win or lose. And whether I like it or not, I do it if it's pissing the rain. That's just the way of it. Until I get another fucking coat. Come on, pet me. No, it's alright, it's alright. You got you got it away from danger there, son. Oh come on, some just somebody do something. Give me something to fucking talk about here. Other than fucking coats. You know, planning on putting a cross in at some point, or are you just going to dilly-dally about it with there? Jesus. Oof! Good save from Leno. <sighs> Leads are starting to fucking penetrate now, though. <laughs> Penetration joke! Ooh. And it's crashed. Absolutely superb. I honestly think this might press me to fucking subscribe to fucking Sky and BT. After all my bitching and all my moaning. It's back on now though. I think that's the key. If, you, if, if you're not that bothered then you could put up with the hiccups involved with streaming shit uh, from a website then... You're, all you're doing is saving yourself a bit of money for the, for a, a few little inconveniences. It seems more of an inconvenience now because I'm trying to record myself watching it. For your fucking... I don't know what for, really. Because most of you have probably either not even, not even listening, so I'm not even speaking to you. Or... You've fucking turned it off about 10 minutes in. As soon as the game started, you were like, oh, well, that's me lost interest. Some of you might have lost interest by the time I fucking started talking. I don't know. I don't know what you think. I'm just fucking being the pessimist I am. Self-loathing individual. Full of resentment and bitterness because me talking shit into a phone isn't turning into a career all of a sudden. Yeah, but at least my past couple of blog posts haven't been about suicide. Come on, 32 minutes in. We've had a couple of decent chances. But nothing to really write home about. Nothing clear cut. 
Arsenal have been alright. Like, they've not, like... They're certainly not, like, the Arsenal that I want them to be or any other Arsenal fan wants them to be. They're not playing like it. They're playing like the away team. Which they are. Which kind of seems like a stupid thing to say, but... Like, when Arsenal were good, it was like... Even if they were the away team, they were the dominant side. They, they like the, the home team played like the away team when they played Arsenal. Because they were so fucking afraid. But now we've not got that fear factor. We look every bit like the away team that we are. And Leeds are starting to fucking get a bit of momentum going. And we're just having to weather it just now. If Arsenal are going to win this game, it's not going to be comfortable. If we're going to win it, we're going to have to nick it. By the odd goal. Whether the storm and then just like bundle one in and fucking on the 85th minute or something. I'll take it, a win's a win. But I'm just hoping that as things develop and in future seasons we start to get playing a bit better football. Instead of just trying to grind out results all the time. Which just seems like what Arteta's trying to do. Just now, just trying to get with hard, working hard, fighting for each other. And trying to get the three points by hook or by crook. Which is fine. But in time you want to see we're back to playing really nice football. And turning into something more like the side that we all fell in love with. And the reason that like people like me, who don't live in London, live in Scotland, wanted to support them. Because the, like, they, were, they were really, really good to watch. And just an exciting team. The inconveniences are actually starting to get right on my tits now. Is that what it's going to be like when we get the chips in the head? Like the microchips and that? Just in the middle of a conversation, your mate starts buffering. Loses his, connect his microchip loses connection to the internet. And he just starts fucking mincing these words and he just like stops and starts and like somebody's putting him on pause. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about now, to be honest. I'm just trying to fill in these fucking silences because there's absolutely nothing going on on the pitch. Hindsight being 2020, this was a better idea in my head. Jesus Christ, here it is again. That wee fucking circle we a bit taken out it, just fucking turning there. You know the circle I'm on about, like that one that, like, it's like it's got a section taken out of it. It's almost a full circle, but there's a bit taken out of it. And it just spins and spins. 
It's like, the, it's like someone's made a cunt of a horseshoe. That was like a fucking terrible, terrible fucking likeness there. It's absolutely fucking nothing like that, to be honest. There we go, here's Leeds on the attack again. Oh, this fucking step over City. Who falls for stepovers? I've never understood that. Like, I might be brave for claiming this, but at no point during my life of playing football have I fallen for the stepover. You just keep your eye on the ball. It's like, like the, the cunts just seem to fucking stand there and go like, oh, look at how fast his feet are moving. Just look at the ball. Never mind his fucking feet. When he starts doing the stepovers, then you just fucking tow it away from him. I don't know, there'll probably be somebody that I've played football with or someone that, that listens to this and fucking goes like, I said, I got you with a fucking step over one time. Back in 2003. When you were about fucking 12. You're probably right. But at 30 years old, Having played football most of my life. There's no chance I should be falling for a fucking step over. And these are professional athletes. Getting paid hundreds of thousands of pounds. To play football. They shouldn't be falling for a fucking step over either. Pepe's just fucking volleyed that guy right in the ribs there. If you can't kick the ball, kick the man. Then in 2020, you get the jail. And a lifetime ban from football. Well done. State the fucking obvious. That's probably rule number one for a commentator. State the fucking obvious. Like Michael Owen. He just took that to another fucking level. I still remember that line that he came away with during the, uh, the FA Cup final. When Arsenal beat Aston Villa 4-0. And uh, Aston Villa at 4-0 should have had a penalty. And the foul took place, it was right on the edge of the box. And one of the commentators was like, uh, oh, like, won't, like, it'd be interesting to watch the replay and see if it was inside or outside the box, whether, regardless of whether it was a foul or not. And Michael Owen, without a fucking 
hint of insincerity, just like with the most sincere tone you can ever think. It's like regardless if it's inside or outside of the box, it's a penalty. Just think about that. Regardless of whether it's inside or outside of the box, it's a penalty. A penalty is awarded when a player from the attacking team is fouled inside the opposition box. Michael Owen said, regardless if it's inside or outside of the box, it's a penalty. So then you're sitting there thinking, hmm, okay, Michael, what's a fucking free kick then? So what do you like? If you get fouled in the fucking tunnel? If somebody walks into the dressing room and fucking pours out your fucking, chucks an orange at your face or something. You know what I mean? So no, he, he didn't really state the obvious there. He just fucking stated a fucking false fact. That's another reason I couldn't be a commentator. Imagine coming out with someone like that and having to live with that for the rest of your fucking life. People constantly coming up to you. What's a penalty, Michael? He just tripped me up in the fuck in, in the fucking Asda there. Is that a penalty? I tell you what, if Leeds could hit the target, we'd be 5-0 down at half time or something. Mm. Leno should be fucking standing in like row Q in the stand just to get a fucking touch of the bar it's a good job there's no fans in the fucking stadium the fucking medics would be up in the stands doing the fucking concussion protocols on them Subbing them for another fan because they're, they're too concussed to watch the rest of the game. Whoa! Unlucky Pepe. Come on, you've got to have a fucking go. Pepe's the only one that seems willing to fucking try and actually do something. Everybody else is just playing like far, far too safe, far too cautiously. He's Pepe's fucking trying things. I swear to God, half time kind of come quick enough because I am bored at my tits watching this. A bit better, a bit more Rodgers say going into the fucking break. Rob Holden, man, he's actually like not done too badly, which is to say, he's not made a calamitous error yet.
It's kind of his fucking trait. There's one main attribute. Calamity. Fucking buffering. This is just cutting out and cutting out all the time. It must be my fucking internet or something. My internet must be playing up. Because it's never normally this bad. Maybe it's because I'm connected to the internet when I'm recording this. I don't know. Fuck knows. I'm not a fucking IT expert. That's why I love, like, like I used to be a, um, a digital skills trainer for a care home. Basically teaching the elderly and disabled people how to use a computer that haven't really had that sort of education before. And it's literally just teaching them how to switch it on, how to fucking go on the internet, how to search Google for stuff, how to do online shopping and stuff like that. But as soon as you tell somebody somewhere else that you're a digital skills trainer, they automatically think that you're a fucking IT fucking engineer. And they're like, I was like oh, the fucking, the, the motherboard in my laptop's melting, could you fix it? Yeah, fucking bin it and get a new one. Anyway, that's half time. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this recording for the half time break so I can go and refill my fucking coffee cup and probably go for a fucking Alexa Bliss. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the first half. Um, Pretty even game. Leeds started to fucking take a bit of control sort of towards the end and then the last few minutes Arsenal had a couple of chances in that but it's been a pretty even game and a pretty uneventful game to be honest. Um, so hopefully the hopefully the second half picks up and we get and Arteta gives a fucking raging fucking team talk in the dressing room. Uh but, yeah, we'll see you for the second half. And the second half is underway here at Tetherland Road, where Arsenal are, will be looking to prevent their supporters from wanting to take their own lives this evening, once again, in a suicidal fucking mess. Hopefully this is a bit more fucking eventful than the first half was. I've got my coffee here to keep me awake anyway. Do you ever get to that point uh, some days where like, you, you've had too many coffees and your heart starts to feel like it's about to burst through your chest like alien and your colon just opens up and all of a sudden every fart feels like you're away to shite yourself. I had that once, I had like, there was one day I had about 15 cups of coffee and by the end of it I was fucking never off the shitter. Constantly on the fucking toilet, just my arse was like fucking Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls if it was like fucking chocolate milk instead of water. Fucking disgusting.
But who gives a shit? Hey. There was a thing recently where uh, I think it was like the last training session or a couple of training sessions ago where the Arsenal defender David Luiz apparently punched Caballos in the nose and burst his nose over a fucking either a, a disagreement of some sort or like maybe there was a foul of some kind during training or something I don't know but um, Mikel Arteta came out in the press and was like fucking I can't believe that got leaked I can't believe people like the journalists and everything like that all found out about it they, they find they, they find out about everything because they're snivelling bastards and they just have like fucking eyes and ears everywhere looking for a fucking story um, but I just thought it was uh, I thought it would be funny if it turned out that fucking Bielsa the Leeds manager was out with his fucking binoculars again you just seen him floating about on a cloud like that little fucking turtle thing on Mario Kart that pulls you out of the water He's just start, he's just like floating up there with a fucking camera over the training ground. And I was like, oh, David Luiz just punched Caballos. Write that in your notes. I don't know, I can't remember what country he's from, so I'm just making up a fucking accent. It's probably racist. I kind of sound like half half German, half Welsh. This fucking buffering shit better not be like as bad as it was in the first half, because somehow it feels like it's a way to be worse. Yeah, there it is again. I started off bitching about the like Sky Sports and BT Sports and satellite television. And this is just turning into an advert for them. So I'm like, yeah, I could, I could put up with a little buffering now and then. I could put up with like this, it not being a like perfect HD quality or 4K and all that shit. But with every time the fucking feed cuts and pauses and has to reload and encounters technical issues, that gets me closer and closer to fucking subscribing. I'm getting a fucking satellite box delivered.
VAR sees what? What has he done? Fucking hell, Pepe's fucking headed the guy. Why is he fucking headed the guy? Oh, he's gonna get sent off here. He is gonna get sent off. He's a way to get sent off here. Oh, God. Well, this is going exactly the way I thought it was going to go. Fortunately, you're not going to have to sit here and listen to me overjoyed about an Arsenal victory because now we're down to 10 men and there's absolutely no chance we're winning this fucking game. He's been my fucking best player, I know. What a fucking idiot. Fucking dickhead. Just fucking keep your cool. I mean, I don't give a fuck what the guy said to you or what the guy's done or anything like that. Just don't fucking hit him. Say what you want to him, like fucking give him some jib or whatever like that. Then I fucking header the guy. Jesus Christ. It wasn't even that bad a header. You know what football's like? It's like fucking he just leaned his head into him and the boy goes down like he's just been fucking blasted in the face with a fucking double barrel. But still, didn't give the referee a fucking reason. And didn't give the guy a reason to fucking go down. Like a fucking pop. Honest to fucking God. If Arsenal finish this season in the top half of the league, then it's got to be considered a good season at this point. Because Top four is absolutely not fucking happening. I don't give a shit how bad everybody else has been. For as bad as everybody else has been, we have been simply worse. You know, I'm going to try another fucking feed here. To see if it's any better. Because that was just fucking nonsense. Oh god, I'm gonna have to try the Sky Sports fucking stream. He was fucking commentating on this pish. If it's Martin Tyler, I might boycott. I might just not even watch the fucking game at all. Especially now that we're down to 10 men, what's the point? Just watching we get fucking shagged. Oh god, it is Martin Tyler as well. Fuck me. And um, we're getting to hear him talk loud as well because we're because on a different stream the fucking volume's automatically way up. Fucking awesome. Oh Gary Neville as well, Jesus Christ. How could they not be on the Leicester and Liverpool game? 
we've got to be on this fucking game for? Gary Neville just loves a fucking opportunity to fucking rip into Arsenal. As if I'm not doing a good enough job of it. I mean, I could, I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal fan, I can fucking rip into them myself. Don't need you to fucking sit in debt. This will be a miracle if we get anything from this game now. A fucking miracle. We're going to play, Arteta's going to play for a draw here. He's just going to get, he's just going to tell the players, shut up, shop, and see if you can nick something on a counter-attack. Which is probably the right thing to do, but it's just not very fucking exciting. I mean, all I'm going to be sitting here talking about is fucking how Leeds are playing about with it on the edge of Arsenal's box. Arsenal are just getting in the way of shit. And nothing really meaningful is happening. Look forward to another half hour of that pish. I hope you've got your fucking coffee mugs full. Because you're going to fucking need it. This is going to be all Leeds now. Leeds already were having most of the possession in the first half. Now you can probably add a good 5-10% onto whatever they had for the second half. Because we're going to fucking struggle. We're going to struggle to keep hold of it and we're going to struggle for a lot of stuff. Fucking hell. Saying that, that was a good fucking move. Saka on, getting up the wing, fucking creating a chance for Aubameyang. And a, it was a difficult chance for Aubameyang, but he did, he did well to get it on target, to be fair. It just wasn't very troubling for the keeper. To be fair, I doubt that I doubt that anybody would have predicted that this would be nil nil after an hour. Given the way that both teams are. But then you can't fucking predict anything this season. I mean who predicted fucking seven two? No point in bringing up fucking Man United getting pumped 6-1 from Tottenham because that was expected. Because they're fucking shit. As much as I hate to say it, Tottenham are fucking flying. Because of that fucking... Hugh Son and fucking... Slaver and Harry Kane. Harry Kane, the sort of player that, where the, 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 at, that at that stadium they didn't hate to turn the sprinklers on because as soon as he walks on the pitch, the fucking 
it's fucking waterlogged. As soon as he opens his mouth. Sorry folks, this is going to be boring as fuck. It's just going to be Leeds fucking passing the bar about side to side, back to front. Trying to fucking find a way through the entire Arsenal team defending its own fucking penalty area. And by penalty area, I mean the 18 yard box, not Michael Owen's penalty area, which is anywhere in the fucking world. Surely you needed to get more behind that fucking pass there. That was about fucking 20 yards too short. Can't be that bad. Oh Christ. Yeah, cunt of that saga. Tried to clear it and fucking ended up kicking it behind them. Luckily he was facing in the way so it just went out for a throw-in. Imagine if he fucking tried to clear it, kicked it behind him and fucking lobbed his in goalkeeper. That'd be hilarious. That would be typical. That would just be the life of a fucking Arsenal fan. I've pretty much just downed that coffee. That's how boring this is just now. I just got a message from one of my mates saying that like he's got Arsenal on his on his uh, his betting line. Why the fuck do you do this to me, mate? Jesus Christ! It's bad enough being a fan of the team and wanting them to win and tempting fate like that, but like you're tempting fate even more by sticking money on the cunts. Good save from Leno. Any shred of hope that I have for an Arsenal victory just gets fucking annihilated as soon as somebody says, oh, I've got them on my coupon. Because it's like, well, that's not going to happen then, is it? Just need to resign to the fate here. Incidentally, this is like, this is the real reason that I put up so many fucking suicidal posts on the blog. It's purely from watching Arsenal. Watching Arsenal play football. Or try to play football. And the only the only person here with me to stab is myself. 
So that's pretty much your explanation for those. So expect another one through the week after this fucking shambles. All of a sudden I'm fucking really tempted to sh jump in the bath with a fucking toaster. I really fucking don't know what to say about this game now. There's nothing happening. Like I say, Leeds are just fucking keeping the ball. They're trying to fucking get through, but Arteta's obviously got Arsenal told, like, don't let them through. Which again, kind of sounds like a stupid thing to say, but like, of course, <laughs> did you think I was just going to step aside for them? You know what I mean. He's just told them, right, don't worry too much about trying to get forward. Just make sure you don't concede. And... If somehow you manage to find an opening and find a chance to break, then take it. And it just fucking makes for a really dull fucking half. The funny thing is, what this game needs is an Arsenal goal. Or a Leeds goal. Nah, not a Leeds goal. Because if Leeds score, then it's just going to be like Leeds fucking doing what they're doing even more and not even trying to fucking get through. They'll settle for the 1-0. And Arsenal will be powerless to fucking stop them. An Arsenal goal kind of puts the cat amongst the pigeons a wee bit. Eh? Now Leeds have got to try harder to beat 10 men because that'll be embarrassing if they didn't beat them. I said, just get it to fuck. It's good, like... It's been a bit better, this game, in terms of, like, the... not... forcing themselves to play out from the back all the time. Like, play the short passes through the little fucking tiny gaps between the fucking attackers. When they need to get the ball clear, they're getting it clear. They're not fanny in a boot with it. Like on the edge of their own fucking box and getting it nicked off them for an easy fucking tapping. Seems like a common sense thing to fucking do, but evidently it's not in fucking football these days. Because these coaches and managers and that they love to fucking overcomplicate things. Overanalyze shit and be like, as I know, if we, if we play it out from the back and there's a chance we could do that, 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 that. Yeah, there's also a chance that you could fuck it up. And when you do fuck it up, it's like fucking three yards away for your end goal. So it's basically it's basically a goal as soon as you lose it.
Oh, more good play though between Tierney, Aubameyang, and Saka. If we could fucking, if we can break like a a couple of more times, eventually someone's going to come with that. As Leeds are going to start throwing everyone forward to try and get this fucking goal. If we can just get that final pass right. And put the finishing touch on it. It's like, it's fucking, weeds are there for the taking, even though we've got ten men. That's the little shred of positivity that's in my fucking heart. Just creeping out a wee bit of there. But don't worry. When Leeds score some sometime within the next five minutes, that'll all be gone. And the last thing you hear will just be me fucking kicking the stool out from under me. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the fucking Tom and Jerry film. Watched the trailer the other day. Good to see that they've not made Tom or Jerry fucking live action CGI fucking shite. Because that would have been fucking terrible. Also glad that they didn't do the thing that they did in the original film. And made Tom and Jerry talk with human voices. It's just the... I, I, the, the one thing I hope that they do is... um. There's a, I hope that there's at least one scene in the film where Tom does that fucking classic yell when he's fucking been hurt. It's that fucking loud, ah! That was fucking brilliant when he used to do that. And you know there's going to be people that just fucking... Like, there already is, like, from the trailer and everything like that, people just taking it far too fucking seriously for what it is. Sitting there going, I thought it should have been live action. It's like, oh, I don't like the way they've done this. It's like, why have they done that? I don't like the plot here. Like, the, 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 it seems a bit thin. Like, it's like it's Tom and fucking Jerry. It's a fucking, it's slapstick fucking bollocks. All it is, is a, it's, it's literally, in every sense, a fucking cat and mouse film. Where all it is, is the cat trying to catch the mouse and failing every single fucking time in hilarious fashion. It's supposed to be ridiculous, it's supposed to be cartoonish because... Shock fucking horror. It was a cartoon. The dialogue's going to be cheesy. Because it's not for fucking... It's not just for adults. It's got to be kid friendly and everything as well. So I just fucking hate when people take films like that too fucking seriously. There's a time and a place and a fucking a type of film to take seriously. 
Tom and fucking Jerry, isn't it? People want to fucking get a grip and fucking let themselves go a bit. Fucking enjoy themselves. And learn to enjoy things. Instead of fucking dissecting everything and ripping it to fucking shreds. When it doesn't even fucking mean anything. But you'll be pleased to hear in that whole fucking... In that whole time that I was talking about Tom and Jerry, absolutely fuck all happened in the game. So, I've picked an absolutely fantastic game to fucking, to fucking do this. The most uneventful game of the fucking week. Literally the only event in this game was the fucking red card and it wasn't even like worth talking about. It was a light tap of head on head. Stonewall red card, no controversy or anything about it. Fucking hell, that was a stupid foul. It's a fucking decent position for Arsenal as well. Put Shaka on this and let him fucking thump it in the top corner. It's fucking prime position for him. Let fucking Shaka put his fucking foot through this. I mean, what have you got to lose? You're down to 10 men. It's nil nil. It's been our leads since the sending off. Have a fucking pop. You never know. That goes in, all of a sudden you're 1 0 up and you've actually got something to defend. I'll probably sky it. Mm. Over the bar, but it wasn't. Well, you never skied it. It was. About a couple of feet over the bar or something, a foot or two. No problem for the goalkeeper, like. But ugh, it was worth a go, like I say. I kind of wish he'd just put his laces through it, though. He tried to bend it in. And just didn't get the right fucking dip and swerve and that on it. He should have just put his foot through it and hoped for the fucking best. Where you fuck are you? I assume this was a closer than it looked closer than it actually was. It wasn't that far away actually, Jesus. Some strike from Rodrigo. He's not even that good a finisher as well. I've always thought that about Rodrigo when he was like, I watch a lot of Spanish football play when watch them play for Valencia. And he always had this reputation about him and like everybody was like, oh he's a fucking great player and like um always seemed to be in the starting lineup for Valencia and playing well and everything like that. It's like but he never really scored a lot of goals. His finishing was always a bit suspect for me. And that's proven so at Leeds as well because he's not exactly lit the league up. He's been playing well, he's got a lot of skill. And 
good awareness and everything like that, and his passing's alright, but for a striker, his finishing's not too clinical for my liking. Kieran Tierney tatting the bull by the fucking horns, that's what he's fucking doing. Scottish mentality, just get, getting amongst it. Arsenal have won 34 games out of 90 after having somebody sent off drawn 27 and lost 29. That's actually no bad record, to be honest. But a lot of those games probably happened when it, did, it didn't matter. Patrick Vieira gets sent off, it's alright. We've still got Gilberto Silva, Thierry Henry, Freddie Jungberg, Robert Pires and I on the pitch. These days somebody gets sent off, it's no name, there's nobody picking up the fucking slack. I have to say though, this has got fucking nil-nil written all over it. Which, incidentally, would be a no bad result after going down to 10 men away from home. But, just, just, just doesn't do any good, to be honest. You've got to be taking maximum points from these games. If you want to get anywhere. Oh, fucking hell. Leeds are getting closer. Rodrigo must have heard me fucking ripping the push at him, but he's finishing. He's just fucking curled one right off the fucking crossbar. Leno just never fucking moved. There's absolutely nothing he could have done about that if it, if it dropped in. Jack Harrison, I don't care where the fuck he is either. There's this wee Poveda prick. Wee fucking nippy little bastard. That's all we need. That little, ba that little fucking tosser coming on. I shouldn't have downed that coffee. I'm absolutely fucking... My tonsils are fucking fishing here. Absolutely busting for a slash. Fuck it, I don't I don't think anything's gonna happen anyway, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this while I go for a piss. Two seconds. And we're back. And as suspected, in that time I went for a fucking call and nish. Nothing happened. Oh wait, there's a VAR. That's got to be a fucking penalty though. By the current rules. Current rules, that's got to be a penalty. How could it not be? 
Have they changed the rules again or something? They just change the rules as soon as they get fucking cold feet. Two weeks ago, that was a penalty. Regardless of whether he means it or not, the fact that like it came off his arm and took it away from goal. That's got the, the that's a penalty. But yeah, of course. As soon as we get into that situation, the rules have fucking changed. Real they just change the rules as soon as it's about to benefit Arsenal. Fucking Jesus. Oh, Martin Tyler got excited there when Paveda got the ball. Like it was going to be a fucking story. Ooh, the youngster comes on and gets the winner against Arsenal. Ooh. Fucking shite effort. Fucking pass back to the goalkeeper. Just stick that up your fucking jap site, Martin. Live. Come on, Hector. Hector's on the run. Good ball. Come on, Saka. Come on, Saka. Fucking hell, Saka. Just fucking finish it. Why did they always have to try and take it around the goalkeeper now like that? I think they're fucking R9. Goalkeeper comes out, just bend it around them. Bend the shot around them. Then I just, then I fucking try and... Tack them on all the time. Fuck me, man. That was a fucking chance there. That was a chance to win the game. With six minutes to go. Plus stoppage time. So probably 12. Oh, there it is. Martin Tyler, where he's fucking tempting fate and fucking putting the jinx on her. And Arsenal don't do draws, by the way. So that means either Arsenal or Leeds are away to score in this game. Because now he's jinxed it. Not going to be a draw now. Because we don't do draws. Actually, that's wrong. This is going to be nil-nil. Because he's put the jinx on it. You never got the ball, Cooper, you fucking melt. I fucking hate when they do that. They absolutely fucking wipe the fucking guy out. No touch on the ball whatsoever. And yet they're still shouting, I got the ball, ref! Never fucking touched the ball. Absolutely, he's about fucking 10 mile away from it. Right, Nelson, get a good ball in here. Did I listen to Gary Neville? Gary Neville's just doing, like, getting his fucking wage. Sitting there fucking wagging his fucking cock like a...
Come on, goodbye in here. Hurry up, ref. Hell. That was a terrible ball. You just fucking proved fucking Gary Neville right there, you wee sausage. Nah, he's fucked it. He's fucked the counter-attack. What a dick. Ha ha ha. Fuck you, Paveda. Now a couple of dogs fighting across the road, I know. They're watching the same game as me and fighting over how shite it is. This is one of those games where, like, the home fans must be glad it's behind closed doors. Because imagine having to sit there at this time of year, oh you fucker, they've just hit the post. They've hit the fucking woodwork twice now. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be fucking sitting at this time of year in the fucking frigging cold. Getting fucking frostbite, your fucking toes are just fucking dropping off you into your shoes. With a fucking temperature drop. It's a good fucking header actually. Sitting watching this fucking shite. Not even getting to cheer for anything. Except for one of the opposition players getting sent off. Jesus Christ. I love how like they get the like the, the fucking medical staff are running out of the field because the goalkeeper's got a small cut, like a scratch, on his forearm. And everybody's running on as if his fucking arms just fucking fell out of the socket and just dropped to the floor like fucking What was that fucking like the fucking black knight? On Monty Python's Holy Grail when it gets hit by the sword. It's like, it's like, it's like the, the, he's been cut by a sword and the arms just fell off. Leno's just standing there going like, ah, it's just a flesh wound. Which it is just a flesh wound. It's a scratch. Nothing more. And then fucking cunts are running, sprinting onto the park with towels and fucking... Medical kits and fucking knitting needles and everything. Sewing needle is what I should have said. A knitting needle, you would be fucking impaled. Honestly, there's fucking three of them. Three of them fucking standing around them. For, oh, just for this little tiny scratch on his forearm. All coming up, you all right, union stitches. Put some disinfectant on it. This guy had a fucking hospital. A bandage right round him, he's fucking getting done up like fucking the pharaohs of ancient Egypt. Looks like he's just fucking staggered out of a fucking pyramid. Oh, because he's got a wee scratch on his fucking arm. And he's got a new, and the referee's ordered them to put a new top on because there was a wee tiny bit of blood on it. It's fucking nitpicky as fuck. So yeah, there is going to be about six minutes injury time now because of that shite. 
Happy fucking days, eh? So I'm gonna need to smear six more minutes of this fucking bollocks. It's probably the people that have had more fun in fucking torture chambers and fucking sitting watching this. If you, fold, if you told Joseph Fritzl's fucking daughter about this, she'd fucking feel sorry for you. Nothing compared to what she went through. Or no, what she went through is nothing compared to this. Happily get banged for my dad in the basement with seat and watch the burns get chucked into the fucking incinerator and watch this shit. Fucking horrendous. Premier League, most exciting league in the fucking world. Hmm, is it? This is what you pay your Sky Sports packages and that for. This fucking nil-nil fucking... Absolute waste of fucking energy. Just a total waste of fucking time. Well, you've got to support your team. It's fucking... I'm not really supporting them though, am I? I'm just sitting watching it on the telly. They don't care I'm watching them. It'd be a different story if they knew I was, I was here. What the fuck is that? Fucking Saka injured now. Jesus fuck. That's all we need. What has he got? A fucking foreskin strain or something? Now there's, now there's the six medics will fucking come on and start fucking tying a knot in it or something. So that there's no leakage. Just take your fucking time. Well, there's five minutes of stoppage time. I was close. Ainsley Maitland Niles has come on, there's a fucking positive change. Well, well for what it was, I hope uh, listening to me being all fucking miserable has uh, made you feel better about yourself and about your life uh, and about how you spend your time. Uh, at least you haven't like well to be fair the only that's probably the only thing worse than watching this is listening to me watch it listening to this fucking quote unquote special edition podcast this was always going to happen as soon as I decided like you know what I'm, like it would be a good idea for a podcast if I just sat in one watched a fucking Arsenal game and recorded me Watching the Arsenal game. I should have known it was going to be fucking nil-nil. It was going to be a bore fucking draw. And nothing was going to fucking happen. Except from a piss poor fucking red card. Nobody got their leg broke or anything. It was just a fucking head on head. Fucking glance. With a boy going down like he's been hit by a fucking lorry. Fair play, we're ten men away from home. 
you've kind of got to be content with a, a draw in those circumstances, but like I said, it doesn't do any fucking good. I'm not even sure if it moves us anywhere up in the table, or if we just fucking bide where we are. Oh, oh if I fucking hit the woodwork again. I was just about to say there's still time for Leeds to win this, though. And I fucking hit the post again. There's a hint of offside though. Might have been offside even if it went in. Still though. Unlucky for Leeds. We should have been fucking hammered in this game. By the amount of chances that they've ballooned. We've again created nothing. Should be about fucking time now, ref, Jesus. Surely the fucking... The shine for your baldy fucking head is cancelling out the glare for your fucking watch face. Blow your whistle, bitch. You're not a fucking DJ Alligator fan. Surely now, Leno's dropped to the floor with the ball in his hand. Surely as soon as he kicks us, the, the whistle's got to fucking blow. Where is this time coming from, ref? Put it out, we're fucking misery. Jesus, what is he waiting on? Hurry up! You're just waiting on them scoring before you blow your whistle, are you? You got fucking leads on your bet. Fuck me, ref. He's actually giving them the fucking corner. Ah, oh, it's finished now. Thank fucking God. We don't have to put up with any more of that fucking... Ah, I've used up all the fucking words in my vocabulary to describe this fucking crap. What an uneventful, tedious fucking waste of a fucking two hours. I'm sure you feel the same way after listening to this fucking crap. Listening to this fucking me ramble on about fucking... Ramble incoherently over... Fucking nothing. Nothing even worth fucking speaking about. And yet I've just spoke about it for fucking two hours. Or over two hours. Someone like, ah, fuck knows. Like, that's again finished, right? Thanks for listening if you listened. Look forward to the next normal podcast. Uh, yeah, read the blog, whatever. Thanks for listening. Blah, blah. I've repeated myself about 17 million times. See you later.